with South America gone, we're in Central America, we've arrived in Panama, and we decided a while ago to have a bit of luxury at Christmas. Uh, it'd be a, a great way to break up all of the staying in hostels and bits and bobs like that. So we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel. Uh, all inclusive, happy days. I think the only disadvantage there was the fact it was 35 floors up in the sky, which I'm sure um, you know Aaron didn't appreciate too much, but the views were very, very good. Panama's a, a very modern, bustling city. There's loads going on, loads to see and do. But again, for us, it was a case of recharging the batteries, chilling out. We'd go for a few walks, to look at the old town and bits and pieces like that. We didn't do things like um, like a, a Panama Canal trip or anything like that, purely because, well, two reasons. Number one, we never found anywhere that would do it because of the fact it was Christmas time. Uh, secondly, you know, we knew that in order to get through to Mexico, again, we'd be going over, you know, on land. You know, we'd at least go over the canal at some point. You, you kind of have to, to be fair. So that was good enough for us. Now, I'm not going to bore you with all the details about we weren't doing too much in a, in a five-star hotel where everything's all inclusive, as you imagine. The food was good. The drinks were good. Happy days. There was an infinity pool, uh, various pools on, you know, like the 30-something floor, 40th floor, whatever. Christmas Day itself was very busy, but do remember getting up early in the morning, about seven o'clock, it's 33 degrees, sun's out, we're in a hot tub, the bar's already open, so you know, a Christmas strawberry daiquiri in hand, and happy days, uh, chatting with the families, uh, Christmas morning, they're both, you know, all of them pretty much flicking the V at us, because we're in the sunshine, having a great time, and they're freezing their nuts off back in England. Uh, Christmas Day, we, and again, our sort of tradition, UK tradition, whatever you want to call it, is pretty much you have your main meal at lunch. Um, we went down to buffet, because it was just a buffet on the day of Christmas, went down for lunch, and there was no turkey. And we were a bit stunned by this. We were thinking, well, that's a bit, that's a bit of shit, isn't it? Christmas Day, you know, there's no, tur- there's no turkey at lunch. What's going on? Strange country. No turkey at lunch. And we were thinking, well, it could just be tradition. It could be whatever. We thought, well, it's lunchtime. Stuff ourselves full of food. Christmas after all. So we'd done that. We stuffed ourselves full of food, went back up and had a, you know, just drinking daiquiris, I think, for most of the afternoon and, you know, sitting by the pool with hundreds of other people that might as well have been there. And it got to quite late on dinner time and we thought, well, let's have a look, see what's on offer. And again, back into the restaurant and there was turkey. There was all the trimmings, everything you can imagine. There was all the trimmings there. So we laughed. Uh, We had a small plate, a very small plate of, of, of food. It'd be rude not to have turkey on Christmas Day. Uh, we had a very small plate of food, but we were laughing uh, purely for the fact that, uh, yeah, we hadn't uh, anticipated that maybe in uh, uh, Latin America they might have their main meal in the evening uh, rather than at lunchtime on, on Christmas anyway. Hey-ho, it is what it is. But it's a Panama City's a very cool city. We ended up doing a couple of really long walks because, you know, why not? And we ended up going to the... Uh, Old Town, uh, which is a fair few kilometres away, had a really good walk around there. Uh, that was quite funky to see, looking at all, you know, all the old churches and Malagon, the you know um, the cathedral they've got there, and it's a very nice and pleasant walk around um, up and down the uh, seafront as well. So it's quite a cool thing to do. Chilled out in the hotel quite a bit. Uh, I think we ended up seeing the, not mistaken, uh, we ended up uh, watching The Hobbit. Uh, there was a cinema attached that uh, we ended up watching uh, The Hobbit. For memory, it was about £4. Very good value for money. Uh, and it was in English, uh, which is even better. 
Now, it'd only just been released, whatever part it was, I don't remember, but it'd only just been released, £4 to get in, I'm pretty sure it's a, a, like a Panamanian equivalent of an IMAX as well, so top quality stuff, and it had all the subtitles in Spanish, so we were taken aback by that, uh, you know, thought that was great value for money. And that was pretty much it for, for Panama City, not a lot else to report, uh, it's a mixture of us being purposely lazy, uh, it being around Christmas time as well, but from there, we then decided to sort of create a bit of a, a plan you know we knew we had to be in Cancun I think by the 9th of February if I'm not mistaken 9th or 10th of February again hindsight didn't really allow ourselves a, a lot of time to go through Central America but you know we weren't really sure what to expect we decided we didn't really want to spend too much time much more time in, in Panama um, but we did have the issue of New Year's you know what where would we be for New Year's what would we what would we do where would we stay we had already decided we didn't want to do too much of Costa Rica and the reason for that is Costa Rica is very expensive is Costa Rica that good that's a question that I'll leave you to decipher for yourself or an answer for you to come up with but the reason being that not just Lonely Planet but from people that we've met in Colombia Ecuador places like that people have started in Central America and had come and were coming down we were of course going the other way so there's a lot of conversations people are talking about places they've been you know what they've seen what they've done most people have got a traveling mindset here so they're trying to keep it as as cheap as possible but as, as good as possible and a lot of people were saying pretty much the same thing they said well everything you can get in Costa Rica or in everything you can do in Costa Rica within reason you can do in Nicaragua and they said Nicaragua is a lot cheaper the people are probably friendlier it's just a lot of people saying Nicaragua is a better country even the Lonely Planet guide at the time sort of suggested, they said Costa Rica is a fantastic place. Loads to see and do, loads of, you know, incredible fauna, wildlife, bits and bobs, etc, etc. Loads to see and do, but, you know, all of this, you can do quite a lot of this in Nicaragua as well. So that had made our mind up. Uh, bear in mind where we're, you know, we're, we're sort of in a bit of a dilemma here we, you know, what, what do we do where do we go we'd also heard good things about uh, a place called Bocas del Doro which is a set of islands uh, just off the north coast of Panama as well so we decided to head over to um, the wonderfully named David great place name and we thought we'd stay there for uh, New Year's Eve we'll keep it low-key we'll find the best hostel in town you know seemed like a decent place to walk around for a little bit we spent a couple of nights there seeing New Year's We'd head up to Bocas del Doro and then from there we'd, you know, go through Costa Rica and, and head up into Nicaragua. Now in David, don't really remember too much of it because it involved a lot of uh, alcohol. It involved a multitude of drinking games and it also involved uh, a few Danish guys that had bought a lot of uh, powdered goodies, shall we say. And yeah, the thing I remember pretty much um, about that was crawling up into a treehouse at about eight o'clock in the morning absolutely off my face looking to go to sleep and the fact that we'd also got the whole hostel playing um uh what was the card game called uh i think it might have been called it was called the river uh, we initially played it back in paraguay which had, had led us to uh a lot of uh, mishaps with uh drink should we say a game called cross the river it is absolutely bonkers by the way if you ever play it and we also tried playing a game called fires but what that wasn't that successful with this crowd 
but yeah, played Cross the River and some other uh, games that we'd been uh, given as well. So we were kind of, I won't say like head of the show, but you know, hostel life, New Year's life was revolving around you know what Aaron and I were doing, which was quite cool. It was quite nice to be at the centre of attention there. Apart from that, you know, David itself, the place, I didn't really see much of it. Uh, the, the vibe at the hostel was very good. And most people at the hostel had the same idea. They weren't sure what to do for New Year's. So basically congregated at the best hostel in town. Everyone had a laugh. It was good times. It was a good experience. Really, there's not much else to say about that itself. But from, from David, we decided then it's New Year's 2015. Whoopee. Hello. Happy days. We decided to head up to Bocas del Doro. The reason for that, it had been given a good write-up. Uh, they, it was said to be quite a nice place to go around, uh, loads of different you know things and bits and pieces to see, a nice place to relax. I'll hold my hands up, fucking hate that place. Uh, just everything about it was really annoying. I mean, it was difficult to get from A to B. Uh, people were rude. Uh, the people we were hanging out with, you know, in and around the in the hostel were not, you know, really that good. Uh, it was just, uh, just an absolute pain in the ass that place, to be honest. Uh, the boat trip from the mainland across to Abogas del Doro itself was quite cool. It's quite nice. Uh, there was quite a, um, a cool nature reserve on the island as well. But there, it, it just wasn't a lot to see and do there. And it was very difficult to hail a cab. It's no public transport. You know, no places to like rent out bikes or anything like that. Now, maybe this was because, you know, number one, we're trying to do it on a budget. Number two, it just gone into the new year and everyone's still in party mode. And there's a lot of gringos there as well. And we had no intention of going on boating trips all around the other islands. It was just, there was nothing we felt that we would be able to see that we hadn't already just seen in the Galapagos. So again, you can start to see that this mentality is starting to creep back in of, well, we've seen X, Y, and Z. Why would we necessarily want to see that again? You know, it doesn't quite make sense. A few days in Bocas del Toro, they, they came and went. Um, the ended up hanging around with a couple of German girls. Uh, they were quite funky, uh, apart from the fact that our shopping bill was about $70 because uh, they didn't want to use local produce to cook. And they wanted to get all the foreign importy stuff, which, um, yeah, lesson learned. If you're going to go shopping, do it yourself. If you're traveling, get your, get your stuff in as cheap as you can. Uh, and always use local ingredients, please. Don't just buy, you know, the foreign import stuff uh, just because you recognize it from Europe, pain in the ass costs a lot more as well plus the local stuff you know the culinary delights in that part of the world truly are magnificent so we learned that lesson the hard way i think i gawked at the bill when we were given it anyway bocas del toro done uh, it's saving grace was the beach was quite nice uh, from there it was a case of trying to get through to nicaragua as quickly as possible because we started the day in bocas del toro or uh, yes yeah, sorry bocas del toro get my words right we knew getting through to Nicaragua in a day would be incredibly tricky. So we decided to break up the journey, at least have an evening in the capital of Costa Rica, San Jose, uh, in order to recharge the batteries. Then it was a case of getting up early the following day, heading off to Nicaragua. At least that was the plan. The day started okay. We got on the boat, got back to the mainland on, on Panama, picked up the bus over to a place called... Uh, Limon, which is on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. And it was in Limon that we started to have issues uh, in terms of buses. There was naff all going on. We'd been dropped off at Limon, told that there was a connecting bus service at some point. 
what we weren't told was that the connection wait time is about four hours. Again, not ideal. If we'd have known that at the start, we probably would have done something different, like gone back to David and because that's on the Pan American Highway and gone up that way. But we weren't told this. Not good. And there's a busload of us, by the way. We sat in the bus station in Le Mans. It's quite a nice town. You know, we ended up having a little walk around it uh, right on the coast again. Nice little bus station, nice main plazas, bits and bobs like that. Almost in horror that I saw a KFC and a McDonald's there, by the way. I think the other reason where people or why people uh, might not like Costa Rica that much, with all due respect, is it's too Americanized. Um, you know, it's like it's almost like the United States is bitch, that place. Maybe that's Mexico, maybe it's Costa Rica. But it seems like every the world and his wife uh, decide that they want to go to Costa Rica because that's the place to go. And, you know, again, from a traveling mindset, if you've been around that area before, you kind of know that, well, if you're just going to Nicaragua, um, it's equally as good, if not better, because, you know, there's a lot more local people there um, than too many tourists. It's never cool being around too many tourists, with all due respect. Anyway, the bus station at Limon, fantastic, wonderful place. It was a nice little town, in all fairness. But as you imagine, people are getting a bit cheesed off here. What's going on? No buses turning up. We need to get to San Jose. What's going on? Long story cut short, spoiler alert, we ended up getting the bus, it turned up, people were very pissed off at the time. We got into the centre of the centre of San Jose, a few of us jumped in the cab, we'd already booked a hostel anyway, got off at the hostel, checked the bags in, there for one evening, good times. Went for a walk that evening, walked around a few shopping malls, not really a lot to see and do, again we've arrived at night, there's a few of us there, we're all a bit hungry, just went walk around for a you know, try and find things as cheap as possible. Again, it's difficult to try and explain how expensive Costa Rica actually is. Bear in mind, you know, we've just been to, you know, places like Bolivia, Peru's relatively inexpensive. You know, all of it's relatively inexpensive. You know, of course, Argentina being like the Holy Grail at the time. To come into a place where you're paying, you're going into like a market and you're paying like five or six quid, not dollars, you know, five or six pounds for some food. And you're thinking, well, that's, whew, yeah, good job we sort of didn't budget to come to Costa Rica. It would have been wiped out. Uh, so we ended up having some fried chicken somewhere, not at KFC, a, a local, you know, fried chicken place. By the way, which Latin Americans are very good at doing fried chicken, I won't lie. A quality, great fried chicken, because it's not too greasy, and it tastes fantastic. Anyway, that was that done. Uh, got some food, uh, headed, back to the, headed back to the hostel. That's where we're going to leave that journey, because as we've always said, you must heed the advice of people. And it was on this occasion that yours truly decided not to heed the advice. And uh, it nearly cost us uh, in a big way the following day. That's for next time. So join us next week to see if we can finally and safely make it into the wonderful country that is Nicaragua. Hasta luego. <laughs>